Okay. Recording? Yeah. Okay. Hi, guys! Hello, and welcome back to episode two of the Salad Bowl podcast. Um, so, we're just going to cover a few things. We do have an Instagram. It's at the Salad Bowl podcast, and we post pictures from the episode and all of our sources there, because sometimes you forget to mention it, but everything's on there. And then we also have an email, and it's thesaladbowlpodcast at gmail.com, and you can send in personal stories, and we're going to read those, and those can be our weekly side salads. Yes. So if you have something that you'd love to share, we'd love to hear it. Or comments, questions, concerns. Anything that you really want us to research and talk about, that's also like... We'd appreciate that. New ideas. We have a whole list of stuff, but it what you found might not be on our list, and that's something we'd love to incorporate. And we also have a YouTube, which is just another place for the podcast to be found, in addition to iTunes and Spotify. And Spotify. Yeah. Um, so I think I go first this week? Yes, you go first this week. Okay. So I decided to do a conspiracy theory. I'm so excited. I haven't heard any of these. And I did the Titanic because that was like a huge blockbuster movie. Like everybody saw it. I remember seeing it. I was still pretty young when it came out because my sister bought it. And when the ship was sinking, I used to go in the kitchen and like hide behind the wall that like was like nearly three inch, like feet, three feet, and like peek out behind it and still watch it while the Titanic was sinking. Um, so for people who might not necessarily know who the, or what the Titanic is, it's a British ocean liner that was commissioned by the White Star Line, and it was one of three Olympic class liners at the time, and it was the biggest and most luxurious, and it was supposed to set, well, it did set sail on in April 1912, and it had a total of 2,200 people. And with four days into the journey, the ship hit an iceberg, and it caused it to sink, and it had a total of 1,500 deaths. It's literally the thing of nightmares. Yeah. Like, just, and, like, it wasn't a fast sink. Like, it was slow. And they didn't fill the lifeboats up to capacity. Well, because it was the unsinkable ship, they didn't need lifeboats. You can't sink the Titanic. Well, even, like, the lifeboats, like, if they were able to fill, like, have, like, 21 people, they only had, like, 11. Yeah, like, when they, they actually, but they didn't have enough lifeboats on deck, period. Yeah, and some of the theories, like, I didn't find it anywhere, but, like, some <laughs> of the theories I've heard, like, growing up, because, like, I did a project, like, third grade, which is a really long time ago, <laughs> um, they, like, shut the doors so, like, people couldn't get up. <gasps> so, I don't know how true that is. That's just something that I've heard. And, like, that could totally be a separate conspiracy theory. And Kelly and I both married into a cruise family. And, like, I always think that at some point when we're on the ship, I'm like, dude, what if we just woke up and there's water in our cabin? Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, fun fact, I made a diorama <laughs> of the Titanic. And my mom and I were actually talking about it, like, a week or two ago. Because she's like, no, we definitely cut the ship in half. And I was like, no, we didn't, like. Dad, like, lost his shit <laughs> when we wrote Titanic on it and, like, shoved it in the box. Um, but I made, like, little clay heads and stuff 
to like glue into the diorama for the people <gasps> that were there. You're morbid. <laughs> no, it was a diorama of the Titanic sinking, and I drew smiley faces on him. And my sisters were like, oh my god, Kelly, why did you draw smiley faces? I was like, they were swimming. And she's like, no, no. they were dying. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's morbid. What's wrong with you? Tell me more. <laughs> but I didn't know. Like, I didn't understand. Because they're I was like, swimming. they're swimming. No, they're dying. They're literally, like, freezing to death and drowning. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Well, my bad. Oopsie. Okay, so... There, one of the theories, which is why it sank so easily, is there was a possible coal fire prior to departure, weakening the hull of the ship, and there was definitely a fire on on board, there was just not a lot of info on it. Like, I couldn't really find anything. Yeah, I'd never heard that. So, I was like, well, it would make sense, because, you know, if the steel is weakened and then, like, you get hit by an an ice cube. An iceberg. An ice cube. Ice cubes hit your ship. (laughs) Well, I mean, compared to the ocean, technically, an iceberg is an ice cube. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that would definitely sink it. Because it ripped into the steel. And, like, they were shutting the doors. Like, the compartments. Mm -hmm. And there were people down there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, the second theory is that the ship that sank actually wasn't the Titanic. It was... Actually, the sister ship, the Olympic. Oh, yeah. And it was sunk as part of an insurance scheme. Your face. (laughs) There's just so many people, like so many survivors. So the Olympic was already in two major collisions, and the repairs were extremely expensive. And one of the collisions was with a warship in 1911. Okay. Um, So... Instead of, like, fixing it, they let that ship sink, and the Titanic was going to be sailing under the name Olympic. And the Olympic had returned to the shipyard where the Titanic was being built in March 1912, just weeks before the Titanic was supposed to depart. So, if that was the case... They weren't intending to kill anybody. The ship was supposed to sink slowly and the passengers and crew would be rescued. But the ship apparently ran over the darkened rescue ship, which would have been... What? Which was mistaken as an ice cube. No! (laughs) An iceberg. An iceberg. I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep calling it an an ice cube. No. But all the numbered, like, items pulled from the wreck were labeled 401. Which was the Titanic's construction number, and the Olympics number was 400. And I was like, but I think, like, looking at it, that was kind of an easy switch. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, anything that you know is numbered, because you'd have an itemized list of everything that's numbered. You would just swap it out. And you'd, be, like, fix yeah. up the Olympic, and, like, would just, like... And the one, swap- technically, if it's, like, if it's just, like, a straight line... Can easily be made at zero. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't... I, I can't buy the whole they ran over the ship and that's what they said was the iceberg. <laughs> no. I was like... The other stuff, yeah, then, that's, that's No, because if they ran over that ship, technically, wouldn't all those people be missing? Yeah. There's more missing people. Or would it be like that ship was just like... Lost. And how big was that ship? 
if it was supposed to rescue all these people. Yeah. How big was it that it was mistaken? That's the part that gets me. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. I was like, but I feel like that's like the most likely thing. Yeah, that's very reasonable. Okay, so this theory is about a cursed mummy. Yes. So there's an alleged a legend that an ancient mummified princess has caught has caused death and destruction all over England in the early 1900s and after because it was excavated from Egypt. And like there's a bunch of curses and stuff about the Egyptian mm-hmm. and I've like King's Tut's tombs and like even in the movie the mummy like all those people that opened the thing they all died and became emotep well we don't mess with dead bodies people no that's no no (laughs) um so the british had apparently had enough of the mummy and an american bought it and was going to take it back with him to america on the titanic and that's what caused it to sink oh no so this theory was technically debunked because the ship Hit an iceberg. But, like, did the mummy cause an iceberg? But the mummy was never technically loaded on the ship because they had, like, they had to, like, put everything that was on the ship, like, on a list. And apparently, the mummy lie. the mummy is still at the oh, museum. Never mind. Because it's like called the one. Unlucky Mummy, and, like, they still, like, talk about it. They're like, like this is the unlucky mummy that supposedly sank the Titanic. Because I'm like, is it that one? Or, like, is there another mummy? Like, Or was the owner of the mummy at the time on the, a passenger on the Titanic? It's like, bad juju. Yeah. Gonna get you. Maybe, like, he was gonna come back for it, and he was trying to... I don't know how museum stuff works. That's not my job. I just go to the museums to enjoy them. Dude, this girl loves museums. Like, loves them. I gotta enjoy a good one. She loves all of them. Dude, I'm getting married in a museum. Yeah, she's getting married in a museum. Um, but yeah. Well, when I was little, we would go, and they had, like, a little mummy exhibit that was... No, no, same one. And they had, like, the mummy cloths, and we'd wrap up in them. And then, like, we realized, like, how disgusting that was, because everybody okay, put that I'm on their bodies. Okay, I'm that Kelly's kind of morbid today. I didn't really know that. I've known her for, like, three years. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you're, you're more screwed up than I am. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm, I like, I'm like, gonna take my turn too today. <laughs> but like, they had a mummy and stuff, and like all sorts of things. We should just wrap you in toilet paper. That was a thing. Did you not like the mum? Like, the yeah, we did the toilet paper thing. Yeah, no, we had like cloth and stuff at the museum. I think we did that with the patients sometimes too. That was one of the games we played. We had to wrap each other in toilet well, paper. You know what? My patients don't wrap each other in toilet paper because they're not allowed to hang out. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> The fourth theory I looked at was called, it's called, like, the no-pope theory. So, Harland and Wolf is located in Belfast. And the theory is that when the new hall number was unveiled, it was 390904, which caused all the Catholic workers to react in horror. And why is because 390904 upside down and backwards is no-pope. So I'm like, first of all, that's a little bit of a stretch. Like you have, like, how are you gonna oh, f- upside down and backwards? Like you have to flip it upside down and then back oh. backwards. It was like upside down is almost like, you know, like we do our crosses this way, but like satanic people do it this way. You have to turn them upside down. Yeah, no, but no, not backwards, backwards too. 
was backwards. Like wait, wait, upside down and in the mirror. Yeah. I'm trying to make more into that. It's, it yes. Yeah. Um, and the Catholics saw that as blasphemy and were concerned harm would come to the ship. Well, I know these Catholics are very offended. Well, the yard number <laughs> for the Titanic was 401 and 390904 is apparently made up. Oh. Also, Harland and Wolf employees were Protestant. And oh. the employees had launched, like, an attack on all the Catholics in 1886, which, like, scared all of them off. So by the time the Titanic was there, there really weren't any Catholics. Oh. And Harland and um, one of the sources it has a quote from, like, Anne Caulfield that she wrote that by the 20th century, Harland and Wolfe had a reputation for only employing Protestants. So, like, the mummy and this theory are both debunked. You look so disappointed. I mean, I think those two are the best ones. I mean, arguably, <laughs> I think they are the best ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a couple other theories that I didn't cover, but I did want to mention them. Okay. Uh, one of them is that J.P. Morgan was behind it to get rid of, like, some of the people that were against the Federal Reserve. So he, like, convinced them to get on the Titanic knowing it was going to sink and then it sunk, and they died, and the Federal Reserve was created. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, the boat was sunk by a U-boat, which, I was like, did they have U-boats? Yeah. Then? And I did look it up, because, like, I wasn't exactly sure on the dates of the U-boats. And, like, that technically is plausible. Yeah, I was like, that's possible. Yeah. But I was like, would they really go after the Titanic, but they also went after the Lusitania, which they thought was carrying, um, like, gunpowder and ammunition and stuff, which was true. They did go, like, and the Lusitania was carrying that in its hull. So, I don't know if they thought that was the case with the Titanic, but it was going from Britain to America, Mm -hmm. and I think they would have attacked it going from America to Britain or whatever. Um, then there was another theory that a journalist predicted it. So, like, they predicted that the Titanic was going to sink, and then it sunk. And then there's another one where the ship, there was another ship, and they refused to help. Like, they saw it go down, and they didn't, they, like, decidedly not. I'm going to say, just based on morals, that's false. (laughs) Because I feel like most people... They were trying to get close enough because you couldn't get too close because if mm-hmm. you're too close, then you get sucked down with the ship. So that was like the whole thing where like they get in the lifeboats and then they're like trying to row as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. Or it's like I feel like the movie accurately depicted them like trying to get away from the ship because if you were too close, you would get sunk down with it. Um, and then there is a fan theory that Jack Dawson is Jay Gatsby. I love that one. That's like my favorite. Because Leonardo DiCaprio plays both. But in the movie you see Jack die because he lets Rose stay on the door and he just like hangs on and then he like dramatically sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Because he didn't try. But there's like, <laughs> I didn't look into this, but like I've seen various things where like if he had also been on the door, the door would have submerged Ever so, like, they both could have fit in the door. Yeah. Like, I've that seen, I've seen the, was proved. 
They could have fit on the door. Experiment thingies. But they would, the door would have sunk down, like, enough that water would have been going over the board, like, the door, the board. It's a board. And then they probably both would have froze to death because they would have been in the water. So sad. I'm sorry. This is so sad. This is horrible. Yeah. So, and I've had that nightmare a lot. Um, I forget what it means, but it's like you're on like you're on like a beach, and the wave comes, and the wave is like five stories tall, and it like sweeps you away. So tsunami. I know. I guess like it's like a tsunami, but it means it actually means something. It means like you're afraid of feeling or like something like that. I've had it a lot growing up, and, like, similar to, like, the one where your teeth fall out of your head, or that you're falling. Yeah. They all mean things. They, I, I used to know what they all three meant, and now I don't remember. Well, I am always very cautious when we go on the cruise ship. Like, as annoying as that whole... Mustard drill. Mustard drill is... Is it mustard or mustard? I say mustard. That's totally wrong. It's probably mustard. I think it's mustard. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I, I say things that are wrong all the time. I don't so. work on a cruise ship. That I don't need to. And I don't think I've seen it okay. recently in print. So I don't, I'm going to say mustard. That's totally wrong. Okay, so the lifeboat drill. Yes. While, like, everybody's, like, super annoyed that, like... We have to do it. We have to do it. It's actually kind of important. And they've changed it. When I first started cruising with my husband before we were married, you had to go on deck. And then my husband and I got married on a cruise ship... And we got to do ours in the dining, one of the dining rooms, in my wedding dress. Um, and now, like, we went on one last year, and then with, like, they make, make you go, go back out. Yeah. Because I had been one, and, like, we just all had to, like, gather where we were, and then, like, we would talk, like, they, like, told us, like, what lifeboat number or whatever we were going to mm-hmm. go on. Which then, I like, always think that, too. When we, we go left. up to that, I'm always like, could you imagine, like, they just call us because something bad happens, and all those people just rushing I'm like, it's going to be chaos. Complete chaos. Like, that's, it's like someone yelling fire, essentially. Yeah, on the cruise. Like, like people are, are like. And don't get us wrong. We love to cruise, but the that's the only thing I'm afraid of. Of, like, the ship sinking. Well, I'm always like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose all my stuff. Because I like my things. <laughs> You're going to have your, probably, like, your phone on your person. Yeah, but what if you're not in the room? And you're not, you're, we always take our phones. I didn't. Oh, well, that's your fault. You should take your phone with you in case we die. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, I clearly have to, but, like, I have my camera and, like, all oh, my yeah. pictures and stuff. You're fancy. I don't do that. Well, that's because I take pictures of your child on my camera. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and then, like, for me, as a parent, like, I have a small child, like. You have to pick your kids up. Because, like, what if someone tramples your child? Yes. Oh, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> if you're going on a ship and they have the mustard, mustard, life, the lifeboat drill, make sure, well, they put the wristbands on the kids. Yeah. Of course, my son takes it off because he's like, this is not cool. Well, you know what? I didn't. He take kept it on like half the week last time, but. It came off. It, eventually, he just like um, rips it off. Make sure you know where your children are and if they are teeny tiny and that should happen, please pick them up. Yeah. Because I would hate to hear something like Black Friday happened on a cruise ship. Because, in general, like, that's really sad and scary. But, like, it's going to be complete chaos should that ever happen. 
Well, and please be mindful of your children. Be mindful on the cruise ship, but also have fun. It is lots and lots of fun. We love them. I do. I got I married on one, so I, I would tell everyone to do that. Like, it's fun. It's great. Don't be scared. It rarely happens anymore. Yeah, like, bad things rarely happen. And, like... Fun fact on cruise ships. People go on cruise ships all the time instead of, like, doing nursing homes. Like, they just, like, oh, yeah. cruise. And apparently, like, some, they have to go check on some old people because they don't come down for dinner for a couple days. And, like, they'll go knock on their door and make sure... Like, if you don't show up for dinner, they will knock on your door to make sure that you are alive. Mm-hmm. Because... Apparently they've had some old people die. And they take pretty they take really good care of you. Um like when I got married, I was shocked how they everyone the whole staff I swear on the ship knew me and my husband and knew we had the bride and groom. Like I'd be standing in line for like hot dogs and they would come get me and be like, Oh, the bride does not wait. And I was like <laughs> Okay. <"What>? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of dead children, are you done? I am done. That's well, it. Speaking of dead children, um, I'm going to tell you about an urban legend that I was told as a child that was fact. I was it was not presented as a story that wasn't real. Like this is true life. This happens. Um, I'm going to do the story of La Llorona. Um, so when I was probably I'm going to guess about four years old. My, I have four siblings. My sister's friend at the time, they were probably 18, 19 years old. But um, it was shortly after Halloween, and my sister's friend, I cannot remember his name. I'm going to call him George. Well, George scared me that Halloween real bad with a costume. And so he came over a few weeks later, and he was like, I'm going to get her again. So it was nighttime. It was fall. I remember it being cold outside. We we're sitting on our front porch. And um, I'm, I'm from Northern California. And so he told me about La Llorona. Um, he told me that there's a man and a woman. And they have two small children. I've always been under the impression they were a, a boy and a girl. And her husband ends up leaving their family and starting a new family with another woman. And so the wife is so enraged by this that she takes both of her kids down to the river and drowns both of them. And at the time, we lived across from a park that had a creek, a creek that ran underneath, like, part of the park, which you could see from the house. Literally look over from our porch, and there's the creek. Kind of like how my house is now. Yeah. But, um... And I remember knowing that, like, when it rained, that creek did fill up. You could totally drown someone. And then when the woman goes to heaven, God asks her before she can enter heaven's gates, where are your children? And obviously she doesn't have them. So God tells her she must return to earth. And she will not be permitted into heaven until she comes back with her two children. So what La Llorona does is she wanders at night by, in my case, the creek, in search of children who are out at night. And she will take you if she finds you out at night. And of course, we're out on a porch at night. I'm four years old. She will take you as hers. 
And I guess it was insinuated she murders you because she has to take your soul to heaven. So you better not be out at night or La Llorona will come get you. Well, out at night by water. And so, meanwhile, it's me, my sister, her friend, George. My mother is standing right there. So, four-year-old me looks at him and goes, you believe that? That's so stupid. <laughs> and goes inside. Uh, my mom at the time was really into, like, horror movies and, let like, didn't have a filter of what we watched or consumed as children. So, you know, I told Kelly, like, when I was three, Nightmare on Elm Street came out, and that was my jam. So, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, Halloween. I remember watching Candyman and Silence of the Lambs. Um... Unsolved Mysteries debuted the year I was born, and that's always been my jam. Like, I love that. So my mom basically made me who I am today. And no, I was not scared. I thought that was the silliest thing I'd ever heard in my life. How is some ghost woman going to come get me? Um, and also, we had a big family. My parents were also foster parents. So at, most of the time at our house, we had seven, eight kids. So I remember going to bed that night and thinking about it in my room with, like, two to three other people that I shared my room with. And I remember being like, well, you know, the, my older siblings, she would have definitely got one of them. And mom and dad had had so many foster kids. Who got one of them? No, she's not going to get me. <laughs> and I did not know until probably I was a little bit older and like, things like urban legends and cryptids and like paranormal things came on TV and with the I guess, explosion of the internet when I was probably 10, um, that I did hear the story again. Um, and I heard different variations of the story. Some say, like, the man fell in love with this woman. She was so beautiful, but she was poor. But he loved her anyway. But then he does decide to leave her for another woman. Most of it's he's leaving her for another one. <laughs> Whether it's that she's from a lower class or from... Or just his wife. Um, and some even say that she kills the children because the, her husband loved the kids more than her. Yeah. Um, and there's no... Um, this legend has been around since, like, pre-colonization. Um, and most, like... Um, it's mostly a Mexican culture thing, but so in Northern America, Southern... South America, like, these... This is a very, very popular. Everyone's to claim this as their own story. Like, oh, no, it's it's from our city or it's from our city. But they've been telling the story to ye for years. It's mostly a cautionary tale. I thought it was a cautionary tale for your kids not to go near water. Apparently, that's wrong. I thought that my whole life. Apparently, according to, like, urban legend people, it's a cautionary tale for your children not to be out at night. But she's by water. I would say it's both because she like cries yeah she cries and they say but, that you can hear her crying for her children and people see her don't they mostly see her by water yeah they always see her water because you know she walks on water floats well okay that stuff i've never heard like just word of mouth stuff growing up i never heard that but mostly she's seen by some body of water lakes rivers in my case a creek probably even the i'm not gonna say the ocean but the ocean i would think too 
Um, she's usually dressed in white with a veil, but I've also heard she's dressed in black. And I was under the impression also that she um, had a, ch a boy child and a girl child, which would make more sense if you're going to scare little kids with that. You should have one of each. Because I know if George had told me it was a boy child, I'd have been like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm totally safe. I'm a girl. That's totally, she's not going to get me. Um, but I did read everywhere that said what sex her children were. It was two boys. I don't know. I would think it would make more sense to, I'm going to tell my children it's a boy and a girl. That way everybody's scared. Um, also BuzzFeed, um, Unsolved Supernatural just did, um, one of their last episodes was on Lola Rona. And they had covered a lot of material that I'd never heard before associated with her. So we did watch the BuzzFeed Super Unsolved Supernatural. It's season five, episode seven. It's called the The Hunt for La Llorona, the Weeping Woman. Oh, I left out too. She does like if you hear her cry, she cries in Spanish, and I did not try to write this phrase phrase down because I'm sorry, all my Spanish teachers, and I'm Hispanic. My Spanish is horrible, but translated in English, she cries, "Oh my child, my children." So, like I said, I was not going to try to conquer that in Spanish. Um, so, according to BuzzFeed, like, <clears throat> she also, like, will um, seduce men and kill them? Like, if a man hears her crying? Well, that's, we talk, I know I talked to you about the Supernatural episode. It's the very uh -huh. first episode. And they, it's La Llorona. And there's a bunch of men in the one town that just keep, like, disappearing and it's La Llorona, and they make her confront her souls of her children, and then she, like, pieces out. Yeah. Obviously, like, that's not the story of La Llorona. Like, no. that's just for television, but I think it's cool that that was the first episode. because yeah. you knew that, and I was like, what? But, yeah, I'd never heard that ever, but that would make sense to me. Why doesn't she take children and kill men? Because she's a matter of her husband, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame her. There's also, they also said that she could hover above water, like, as in walking on water, like Jesus. Or she also has the ability to turn into a bird and fly away. Like a flock. Yeah. That's creepy. Which I've never heard either one of those, but. Um, also, there's also many reports of people seeing her in America, in California, in New Mexico, and even as far as Chicago. Um, so, well, people have seen that woman in white. There's, and there's so many tales of women in white, by water, which not all of them are lumped into La Llorona, so, I don't know. I mean, there's, we, we live by a body of water, and there's, oh, supposedly a woman in white by our body of water, too. So, Kelly was like, is that La Llorona? I was like, I don't want to find out. <laughs> well, I'm very much of... We can go look, but nobody's getting out of the car. What? And yeah, okay. That, okay. But if we go look, what if we hear her crying? Well, then we're going to keep on driving. Okay. I'll crack my windows and turn the radio off. You have to turn everything off, right? Isn't that how that works? I feel like if she's crying, she'd, I'd be able to hear her over my car. I don't want to turn my car off. No, you have to turn everything off. Like those things. It's like that's why they do all the ghost investigations in pitch black. It's an energy thing. You gotta turn everything off. 
We went to this place in Statesboro, and the guy made us what we went with made us turn everything off. He was even like, turn your phones off. I was like, no. Wait, did you go to the meat factory? It went, no. It's by an old railroad track, and it's, um. Oh, isn't that the school bus one? <clears throat> it's, um, sorry, different ghost story. Hold on. It was, um, it's a railroad track. Um, that's in South Georgia. So they say you can see the slave, and he's working on the railroad track. Everyone saw him, but William saw him. My husband saw him, and he does not believe. He saw this man working. It's a residual haunting, and that means it's, like, a tape that gets played over and over and over again. He does the same motion over and over again. He's literally working on the tracks. And at some point, he does stop, almost like he hears you, and he turns around and looks at you and then goes back to work. I did not see him. I see him in the car with our dog, who at the time was, like, two months old. He's tiny. And I was like, I'm not turning my phone off, and I'm not going to get out. It's, like, down this little dirt road. I don't know where it is or anything, but it was so scary. I was like, no, thank you. But anyway, but supposedly if you hear a cry, like, you're going to have misfortune. You're going to die. Well, I feel like there's a lot of people that have, like, seen her or heard her crying. And, like, and lived and tell about they it. They were fine. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually this, like, um, in California, there's um, a cemetery that was made in the 1830s. And they have reports of seeing her there by canal. And they also have, like, this little shrine thing they built in this chapel for her. Probably so she don't kill nobody. Oh, yeah, I was like, I get, like, let's appease her. And some locals even wonder if she's really not a demon. I don't, I mean, I, that's she's, a stretch for And me. she's dressed in black, I could see it as a demon, but I feel like most people see her in white. And normally, like, if you're in white, I wouldn't necessarily associate that with something. I mean, like, obviously, like, it's a negative thing, but I wouldn't necessarily associate that with, like, evil. I don't get that from that story. I could be wrong, but I don't get that I mean, from that obviously, story. Obviously, if you're taking people's kids and murdering them, like, that's disturbed, but. Okay, and also on that episode, the guys go to um, La La Rona Park in New Mexico. It is in Los Cruces, New Mexico. Um, they have this giant park that they've named after her. And on the plaque, it has, like, the sweetest little blurb about her. It was, like, it was, like, woman who weeps because, like, what did it say? Women that whip. I can't put this nicely. She, like, weeps for and, like, wanders for her children. Yeah, her children, her lost children or something. I was, like, that is the sweetest way to put that story. But, no, it's this massive park. It has a great playground. I saw photos yes. of it online. Yeah, because I watched the BuzzFeed with you. It's a pretty epic playground. Like, as a child... That is a playground that I'd want to be at. And it's... Oh, dude, it's so nice. It's so messed up, dude. You're going to lure your children to her? During the day, but... And I looked him up on Instagram. I did the park location on Instagram. And literally, they're, like, running 5Ks there and stuff. And I was like, no. <laughs> but you know you would do it if you lived in New Mexico. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's go every day. We're going to go walk around that park by that little lake or whatever they have. Um, also, they, that's the park where they have all the, all the encounters. Um, the guys from BuzzFeed were interviewing a girl, I thought it was most people, it wasn't, who actually saw this woman at night. Well, her cousin saw her too. Yes. Her cousin dipped and left her. Yeah, that's not nice. I don't, although I can't say, you don't know how you're gonna react. But I feel like, 
you want to grab because she didn't write, knew what, know what it was until like she heard her and then was like, yeah, oh, oh no. I, I feel like that cousin didn't like her very much. Because <laughs> my sisters would have grabbed me. Yeah, I've been like, Kelly, let's go. It's time to go. I think that's all I have on her. Did you just wrap up our salad? Yes. Package it real nicely? Yes. Would you like to add our toppings? Yes. We have really... I think we may have the same topping this week. This is, I think we have the same toppings because this is a whole lot of toppings. This okay. has been a month in process. Technically, yes. Of actively doing it. Active planning a month, month and a half. Yeah, but it's been years in the works. So, because I've been planning this for years. Okay, you guys, our good news this week is tomorrow. We have invited friends and family to the house for a party. A- like a light little get together because my husband travels for work. He's been gone. We haven't seen a lot of our friends. One of um, your friends is moving. Yeah, one of our friends is moving. Um, we haven't seen any family members recently, but what everyone doesn't know, including Kelly's mom, we've lured Ke- Kelly's mom to the house. It's a backwards surprise party. <laughs> so we are throwing a backwards surprise party. It is a surprise party to announce my pregnancy and reveal the gender of my child. So we are decorating the house tonight and having everybody come. To tell everyone, finally, we are having our second child, and it's the girl. Which is the second girl in the family. Like, there, there's, like, a huge line, like, the male line. There has been, like, no girls other than, like, our husband and fiance's cousin. And she's almost 25. So, there, on my husband's side, there has not been a female child in 25 years. So... And we have pulled this off. Nobody knows. No one has the heads up. Oh, and the best part is my husband's brother, his little brother, he told does. the family that my we're moving for my husband's job. So everyone thinks that we're going to announce that we are moving. Across the country. No. And another funny thing is we tricked my mom into making a red and blue fruit salad. We did. <laughs> she is like, I want to help because that's my mom. And she's like, well, I'll make a fruit salad. I made a really cool one and a watermelon. And I was like, okay, sounds great. So it's like pink, red, and blue fruit inside a watermelon. Yeah, and then she tried to put, like, cantaloupe in it. And we were like, oh, we don't like cantaloupe. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm like, "Mm, kids aren't going to eat that. (laughs) (laughs) So she's showing up a little early tomorrow with this fruit salad. And we made signs. We made a sign to put on the door. And I I found it on Pinterest. Obviously, like, it's not. Yeah, I've seen it. It's not as cutely written. It's cute. As it was on Pinterest. Oh, we can post the photo of it. We'll no, wait, it. you know what? I don't know if we can do that. I don't know how revealing my front door is. We could, we could crop it. Yeah. Um, she made a cute sign. And it's like, he or she come in to see. And it's really, really cute. And I don't think people are going to see it from the street, I think. Oh, and we have one of those video camera doorbells. So we're going to catch everyone's reaction on the camera as they come in. So. And then when everybody goes home, we're going to watch it and make fun of them. Okay. Because that's the kind of people we are. 
I think that's all we have for the woods this week. That did. That bang didn't sound like the dog. No, but then I heard the kids next door. Okay, that's a story for another day. We would talk about Liz's house another day. (laughs) Well, those kids are hitting baseballs against the house. I think it's basketball. Basketball, basketball. Why is your basketball hitting the side of the house? Anyways, that is our salad (laughs) with all of our toppings put in a nice little to-go pack. You can find us on Instagram at the Salad Bowl Podcast. There's going to be some pictures, more specifically of the Titanic, because yeah. we only have one picture of Lala Ronda this week. Because you can't really we take can't her really picture. Find, we tried to find, like, some videos, but, like... Well, and the movie has just come out, so I don't know what the images were before the movie came out, but when you Google that now, it's all the images movie. of the movie. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, send us in... Your personal stories or anything that you want to hear at the podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to add some side salads. So, yeah, that's it. Well, until next time, guys. Enjoy your salad. Bye.